0: Radio Pulpit, 657 AM.
1: Welcome to it. This is Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Our first program in the New Year. And obviously we are uh, four days into the New Year. Uh, It's uh, the 4th of January 2021. and my name is Godfumabi, and I'm so grateful that I can be with you once more. And it's not because of anything that I have done, but it is because of the grace of the Moses. Hopefully we have started the year with him and asked him to guide us and fill us with his spirit. A spirit of wisdom, because I believe you're going to need his spirit like never before. Remember, we can only live by his Holy Spirit. Mankind was not created to live without his Holy Spirit. That's why the first thing, um, you know, mankind didn't encounter the Holy Spirit the first time at Pentecost. No, it didn't happen like that. Uh, there are many instances uh, in the bible where the holy spirit will come on on on, on people uh, you can quote such uh, uh, stories and narratives but uh, what is important is the first thing that we were ever given was the breath of life which is ruach and uh, obviously that's ruach HaKodesh because uh, it comes from the holy one you know what i'm saying uh, Ruach elohim Breath in us, Ruach I'm not trying to be um, Theologically correct there But uh, uh, Based on my observation Because after he created us After he molded us beautifully And uh, yes In his image Put nostrils there Oh my goodness So uh, if you can think about that in, And how long it took And not just how long it took But uh, it was not just uh, Outside structure So talking about the the foundation, we're talking about the skeleton of, of a man, you know, there's so many things, and if you are into biology, then you can be able to say, wow, the one that created us is amazing indeed. Just imagine, with our own little brains trying to figure out, to wrap our minds around how we were created, the fact that, I mean, just look at the the way we are, hmm? Hey, it's I'm 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 speechless. Honestly, I can't describe how majestic he is, how knowledgeable he is, how wise he is in creating not just us as human beings. Because when you look at the anatomy of a man of a, of of all his creation, it was not just a structure molding the outside appearances and all that. It didn't quite, it, 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 it in, include a lot of things, involves a lot of things. Can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, the veins, the muscles, the intestines, the lungs, you name them. My goodness, the brain. Oh, ay, ay, ay. Uh, listening, listening. Uh, let's just do this uh, because Let's just say Just sing of you uh, uh, down a. 6, 5,
2: Did you know you can order your favorite radio pulpit programs on CD So that you can listen to them whenever you like Contact our friendly client services department now To place your order You will find them on 012-334-1200 657 AM Your daily companion
3: there is radio and radio, and then there's
1: 6.57 a.m. Can you hear the difference? Just singing a few Hobbs Hobson, Radio Puppet, your daily companion. I was just saying how we were created, that we are not created to live without the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm saying right now, invite him into your life, invite his wisdom, invite his strength. Even the enemy knows that without the Holy Spirit we are nothing. That's why even when the Messiah was here on earth, he advised. He actually instructed the disciples not to do anything until they were filled with the power from on high. That's Ruach Hakodesh. There. That's when they started to to minister. So, but uh, the mistake that we make, uh, we think that we can do without the Holy Spirit. Because he said to, him, to them, without me, you can do nothing. Wait, wait for me. Wait until you are filled with the power uh, from on high. Because he, just, he doesn't just give us the power to preach, but he gives us the power to live. But it can only happen when we understand the fact that he was there in us and with us in the beginning. So when we know the story of the beginning is going to be able to understand the story of the now and the story of the future and the fact that he's not just here to make us speak in tongues like many people believe. And if you want to know more about that, you can also go to, I think it's in Isaiah chapter 11, the spirit of Yahuwah is upon me for he has died. That one is Isaiah 61 there. Uh, But it says that in the spirit of uh, the spirit shall be upon him which is the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of power, the spirit of might and the spirit of the fear of Yahuwah I'm just paraphrasing, I think it's uh, Yesaya, which is the Isaiah uh, chapter 11 my intention is not to preach at all but just to remind you of the fact that when we start the year, let's make sure that we understand the importance and the power of the helper, the Holy Spirit who is here to help us even against our enemies, even against the challenges that this year come with, including the challenges that come from the pit of hell itself. When we have him, my goodness, we will be unstoppable. We'll become more than conquerors, as the word says. We are well tonight. We'll be having somebody, and of course, uh, as always, uh, giving us some counseling right here on Radio Popetio Daily Companion, and make sure that you stay right. Uh, you know, stay tuned to this radio station uh, because we'll be speaking with a peasant right after the song.
3: One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape.
2: At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone.
3: No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657
1: AM. On the line, we are joined by uh, Dr. Fisher right here on Redu Puppet, your daily companion. Doctor, good evening and welcome once again to Radio Puppet. Good,
3: good, good evening, uh, good How are you and the listeners
1: too? Ah, we can't complain. We are grateful that we are still alive.
3: Yes.
1: Yes. What more can we ask for? <laughs>
3: <laughs> nothing, nothing except, you know, taking the problems that we face one by one and making sure that uh, we really understand the issues that affect the behavior and conduct of people. Uh, today I was thinking we should speak about, talk about, you know, drug abuse. Substance yes, substance abuse. yeah. You well, know, like, because, like, that's what say drug and substance abuse. Yeah,
1: What is drug abuse? Can you you define it for us?
3: You know, drug abuse it, it, it can just be something that we can describe, you know, like uh, rather than defining us as uh, defining this. Because most of the time there will be an abuse, there will be an addiction. So now, with regard to abuse, you find that A person can abuse a drug at that moment, but not necessarily a detect. Say, for example, substance abuse. Substance, you know, like why we use substances, because we want to use a a global way that will cover anything from tablets, you know, uh, medicine, uh, drugs over the counter, uh, alcohol, tobacco, coffee, you know all those things. In the end, when they alter the brain of the brain function, when they alter your behavior, then we will call them drugs because a normal tea is not supposed to change your behavior. So now, a drug abuse, really in essence, is about you know using a, 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 the drug excessively. Let's say you take alcohol and you just drink every day. Every day you are drinking or maybe pain medication or sometimes uh, illegal drugs. So you find that then if you use that, then eventually it affects how you associate with people and how you interact with them and how you behave like I said. So generally drug abuse is using something excessively, not necessarily addictive, you know. addiction in this case we'll call it dependency where you cannot do without so you're dependent on whatever drug you are taking you can't do without it so the distinction is that when you abuse a substance you you take it upon yourself to stop abusing that substance but when you are addicted you then need the help of others to help you stop because now we develop what we call psychological abuse and physical abuse. So so now when, when, when we have those psychological dependence, physical dependence, then you cannot help yourself. You need someone to come and assist you. So generally, uh, when a person is dependent on a drug, we'll recommend that such a person must go for professional assistance. In so you, of you can... You
1: you can abuse drugs without being addicted to drugs. Am I right in thinking yes, along those lines? Yes,
3: yes, yes. There is a, a, a distinct distinction between the two. Abuse is excessive use. Let's say, for example, if, if during uh, festive holidays. Many people during festive holidays, they actually abuse alcohol. But they are not addicted. They abuse alcohol. As versus, when you are addicted, it happens at any given time. You can't stop yourself. When you try to stop, you experience some some some, some distress. You know, uh, if you you have been very much addicted to, let's say, heroin, you'll find that when you stop on your own, you start you know experiencing pains in the body. Then you you'll quickly go and take it again, and then at times you can just experience things like um, hallucinations, where you just see things coming to scare you and you end up not being able to stop on your own. The difference being that with uh, abuse, you can stop on your own. You know, if I can give you examples of drug addiction, uh, in terms of uh, with drugs, we're talking hardcore drugs, like uh, heroin, uh, cocaine, Um, some people get very addicted to alcohol, nicotine, and uh, painkillers. So those are the things that people can easily get addicted to You know, there's also very simple things that uh, people can get addicted to. Things that we do every day at home. When you you experience a pain, you end up just taking a painkiller without looking at what is actually causing my pain? Let's say, for example, you just have this headache. You have been to doctors and then the headaches are not going away. And then all you do, you lull yourself with a, a, a painkiller. Or maybe you have got that chronic back pain. All you do instead of exercises and stretch exercises, you take a painkiller. You end up being addicted to many people, to this uh, grandpa, They are highly addicted to it. Others can be addicted to snakes. You see, simple things that we do at home to relieve a little uh, pain end up being addicted. But now, those ones, they don't give you very serious repercussions like when you take hardcore drugs. When you take uh, those drugs that I mentioned and you are addicted and dependent on them, your life comes to a stop. You are mentally You know, affected. Your life just comes to a stop. And then you have these two things, psychological addiction, where uh, you are mentally, you know, psychological addiction is different from physical addiction. You are mentally dependent on the drug. When you don't have the drug, you feel anxious. You feel as if the world will collapse in front
1: of you. Before I can then, go to uh, the, the next one, I would like us to go back to uh, something that you mentioned there uh, with regards to uh, <coughs> grandpa. Is there something special about it that is so addictive or is not just the grandpa but any other painkillers that people can be addicted to? Uh, you say, if you, uh,
3: what is the
1: question is, is, is there something special about... Uh, um, grandpa that can make people to be addicted to it or is all uh, painkillers in general that can p- uh, people be addicted to
3: n- n- not necessarily it it it, it uh, grandpa is more addictive you see when you take grandpa if you look at the uh, uh, properties the things that make grandpa there's panakete there's other substances so you find that the mix of Panado and those other substances, when they are combined, then they relieve the pain that we experience quickly. If you look at grandpa, it's a powder and you can you just simply put it under the tongue and then in no time it has disappeared, meaning that it has gotten into your body faster than when you take a Panado tablet. So now, because of that first relief. It works on you psychologically that this is the best medic- medicine. And the following day, when you experience that chronic headache again or pain again, you quickly rush for grandpa. And then you find that you'll give someone, grandpa, the other, panado, and that person will say, Panado does not relieve me. But yet, the biggest uh, component of, of grandpa in the, in the powder is, is panado. So b- simply because it has been grounded, and then it goes into the soft tissues in the body quickly, and it relieves the pain quickly. People think it is a, a strong drug, but, but yet the contents are more or less the same. So Other than the, that,
1: does it leave any uh, sensation in the body that would make people to come for another one?
3: It doesn't really, but it makes you to to have this false false psychological belief that it is stronger than Pangadoo. So, you see, I've, I've spoken to you about psychological dependency, where you are actually going to depend on the drug because of its effect on your body. Even if it doesn't give you hallucinations, it doesn't change your behavior, but it gives you a false belief that I am the best. And, and you know the brain of a person works like that. When you have been uh, uh, robbed and crucified, into believing something like people who believe that Coke is nicer than Pepsi and all those things, then you you are likely to buy the one that you think is best, even if it has the same ingredients. Sometimes these things, they don't even change the ingredients. They change color. They can sell something, you know, uh, brown, and then the other one sells orange, and you find that the orange is nicer because you believe there's an orange when it's just color. So it, it, it actually rocks you psychologically. Then you become psychologically dependent, not physical.
1: All right. Let's go to yes, uh, some of the points that you wanted to talk, to talk about.
3: Yes. So I was saying to you that uh, people must be able to make a distinction between the abuse and the addiction, which is dependency. Because now, if you have abused something, even the, the medical aid does not pay for you. Even the people, the companies that have uh, wellness problems, they don't pay for abuse. They pay for dependency. Because that one now is, is, a, is a disease. It is affecting how you function, how you do your work. You find that you just feel tired. You just want to sleep the whole day. And, 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 and others, they just feel stimulated but the the high that you get from a drug when you are addicted is very it's very strong, it's very influential. So now when we talk physical dependency is when your body now is used to this drug that without it is like you, you can die. You know, a person who is addicted severely to alcohol if you take away that alcohol within a day or a night, that person can die from the withdrawal symptoms. So that is physical dependency as well as psychological. Psychological, you experience a lot of anxiety and you feel as if you are going to die. And without that medication, you won't make it. And then you become extremely restless. And then that is when then you'll be able to say, I want that truck, I want that truck and then you can. It, it, it's a very strong temptation. Versus physical. Physical, you will find that uh, you don't. You can't help yourself. You need professional help because you may die from the withdrawal symptoms. The body shakes. The heart beats fast, and then you you feel like running away. You see things that scares you, and in the end. If uh, there's no medical or professional health close by, you are going to experience uh, some some people actually go to the level of collapsing. Now, uh, we find that in our outpatient, we see a lot of uh, youth that comes with drugs. You know, sometimes when they are just learning how to drink, and then sometimes they have been on a drug, especially when they go to varsity, when they go to uh, their metric level, and find that they will get, as a, as a result of peer pressure, they will get addicted to a specific drug, and of which um, we'll talk later about what are the common drugs in South Africa. So I just wanted to make this point to you, that uh, any parent, Any person who experiences a drug in their home, they must know that sometimes, no matter how much you can try to reprimand your child, reprimand your partner, they may not necessarily be able to stop because they are not, it is not deliberate. At that level, they need to be convinced to go and get help.
1: We are still with Dr. Fisher on Radio Puppet, your daily companion, talking about... Uh, drug abuse and uh, drug addiction I thought it's one and the same thing but uh, she beautifully clarified that for us and I believe that from now onwards we can be able to tell the difference and, uh, and, and also be able to uh, deal accordingly with those uh, more especially with regard to assisting those who might be found you know being victims of what we are, uh, are talking about more drug abuse and uh, substance abuse and uh, substance addiction because uh, in so doing we cover quite a number of things uh, that we won't be able to cover when we just label it drug abuse I get a doc uh, but in the meantime let's go to a quick music break we'll come back and discuss this issue further Dr. Sinaita Fisher on the loop a bit. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone 995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today.
2: It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to
3: our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new-look, easy-to-use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters, and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet, join this life on 657 AM
1: we are still with Doctor and Fisher right here on the puppet doctor welcome back
3: uh,
1: thank you very much friend. Mm. yeah yes uh, we are continuing with this issue of uh, substance and drug abuse and addiction yes. what more can you share with us
3: you know i wanted also to to give you just a little bit of statistic because you know, we keep on getting this statistic, like um, from Africa, Check, 2018, they said 15% of South African population has a drug problem. In this case, they didn't tell us whether it's youth or or female or what, but now mparent24.com um, then uh, 2019 uh, mentioned that uh, 80% of South African male youth has alcohol-related and drug problems. So now, if you take 15% of the entire population, 80% of our male youth, uh, you you, you can just see that South Africa has a drug problem. I have seen so many young guys coming to consult at my practice with a drug problem their parents are feeling helpless out there you know i've seen you know one at one stage where the entire house was emptied because the 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 the, the, the young boys who are getting taking yaope they end up selling it because they need 40 rand to purchase one uh, one 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 floor you know and then they will. Up to the extent of taking, stealing even toilet papers to go and sell them so that they can get this thing. So, when the reason why I emphasized a lot on between ad- addiction and abuse is because I wanted to tell you about children who are taking Nyaope that they are addicted. They are not abusing Nyaope, they are addicted to Nyaope because it's a mixture of Daka and heroin go so now keep So now, when they are addicted, they'll do anything. They go to the extent of killing. They mm. go inside and come outside, and they never learn from that because their body is yearning for this drug. They can't help themselves. And unfortunately, with our socioeconomic economic uh, situation in South Africa, where there is a disparity between health uh, in, in public and health private you find that our poor parents there, they are not able to take their children for help. We need more of these rehabilitation centers so that even those that cannot afford, they must be taken for help because they cannot help themselves. So this will be the responsibility of governments to make sure that they they actually uh, build more of this kind of um, institution. Just imagine being an old lady, earning a pension, and then at the end, after getting it, you have to feed your own grandchild uh, who is addicted to drugs. drug because if you don't feed them, they become an nuisance, and then you find that you have to give him maybe four rupees every day just to get something to help himself. If you take them to the clinic, there's no medication at the clinic that can help these, ch- these children. So in the end, you are just as a parent you are faced with one, uh, with your child, who is uh, 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 addicted to or dependent on drugs. And then at the same time, you can't get help from nowhere. Mm. Not even men around the community can talk to this child because it is in their body. It's an illness. So I, I would just say to you that um, uh, we are facing a very big uh, problem, health problem in South Africa. And uh, 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 unfortunately, it's easily available because people who are selling drugs, they know where to 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 sit so that these kids can always be there. They give you one for free so that tomorrow you want it and you start stealing cars, breaking cars. So how are we going to even start talking about reducing crime in this country when we know that some of this crime? It's, it's seen as petty, but it's because it's actually maintaining the drug laws. So, so, so what, what,
1: what actually happened in the modus operandi there is that uh, they recruit these youngsters by uh, making them to be hooked on drugs so that they can be able to send them to do their uh, dirty jobs. Is, is that right?
3: They can become clients themselves and, and be able to go and call others. and, and you know, like you, you just get the most vulnerable person. So you give the drug maybe three times. By the, by the time it's five times, it's a habit the body can do without it. And now that person must be to come and give you the money to buy the drug to maintain the, the condition in the body. That's well, how serious it is. Yeah. It's very, very
1: serious. What, what about prostitutions? I understand that in most cases, our sisters out there uh, you know, get injected with these drugs. They're not there for money but they are there simply because they want to feed their addiction. Is that true?
3: Well, uh, with uh, prostitution, we must uh, touch it one time because it's also one complex matter in the society whereby there could be various, various uh, reasons why people go for for for, for, for that uh, prostitution because sometimes women have got no choice. You have got a child or two children at home your parents are older, they're not there anymore. They've been killed in the past by HIV and AIDS, and now you're, you're not working. The only thing that you can do is use your own body to go and get money. So it's a very disparate situation. I, I, I wouldn't even even exclude the fact that they will give you a drug in order to, to achieve whatever excitement they achieve during their encounter, but eventually you, you get addicted. So if you are going there to go and service yourself, then even your main primary reason to service your family we have So we've got, South Africa has got very severe social issues. You see? So I want us to, to touch that one when yes. we do services on that.
1: No, no we'll, we'll do that. I'm glad that you really started with this uh, problematic one that affects mostly uh, poor communities, which is Nyaope.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Nyaope, It's it's, it's wise, It's wise. It's called different names everywhere, uh, but it's very wide. Now it destroys our youth. Now they destroys the South African future because most of these kids, they will be arrested. One day the police arrest them, put them in jail. After a week, because the jails are full, those kids are released to go and be with their parents. During the day when their parents have gone to work, they search each and every corner of the house. They go to the extent of even selling, you know, uh, this metal, uh, any metal in the house because the people who are making cars and what can melt that, they go and sell it, they get 10 10, 10 cents and then they, they want more. That's why they will break, they take door handles, they do all sorts of things. They take your cups, your fox in their house. They sell that in order to uh, maintain a habit that they cannot get out of it. It's a little disparate situation. So so now with cannabis, you know, DACA being legalized, we find that uh, DACA is legalized for other purposes, medicinal use or any other motivation that people can give. But to my side, as a mental health care practitioner, I find, I find it very difficult for me to, 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 to make DACA a, a, a very simple drug in front of children because when they are addicted to DACA, they cannot stop. And the minute they cannot stop, they develop what you call tolerance where you want more to get a, a effect. So now, the minute DACA is not doing much, now these kids start mixing that DACA with what? With dr- hard drugs like heroin. And when you mix heroin with DACA, Mandrax with DACA, what kind of a child are you going to be? You're not going to go to school, you're not going to look for employment, you're going to sleep on the street every time, waiting to beg or to see and to that. So our environment is such that it's really creating. A very, you know, discouraging
1: future for our children. You see. B- so b- based on your 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 information on Daha, can things okay. get worse than the way they are now? Now that it has just been um, uh, legally, you know, legalized recently.
3: It has gotten worse already, because uh, you know, um, I'll give a, an example of of another experience I had whereby this child was staying in a suburb, a very different suburb. But because it's legalized, you know, some children from families which smoke DACA, they now influence other neighbors' uh, children. So it's getting worse. The children are, are finding themselves not able to do anything. Like I said to you, it's a economic problem. It's a social problem. And, it is, and, and then we're talking about youth unemployment whereby when you try to impair the youth, you are now faced with a youth that is abusing drugs in the work environment. So for me, it has gone bad because some people it helps them, others it affects their brain and then they behave abnormally and it causes that addiction. So what we normally do, we take you in at our facility, Fisher Wellness Hospital. we take you in, we do what we call detoxification, we detox you for about five to seven days. But that also sometimes medical aid does not pay if you are on medical aid. And it's very expensive to, to do detoxification. So now, at the same time, after seven days of detoxing, taking it out in a professional way so that it doesn't scare you, we then start with counseling sessions. So counseling sessions with the psychologist, the social worker must come in to go and visit the family and then um, the psychiatrist must give you treatment if you are depressed or anxious so then you can you cannot say being in a hospital for two weeks or three weeks is enough. You need almost six or one year of rehabilitation. Those little things we do of say, No, come for four weeks it doesn't work because now we have to teach you how to say no. We have to teach you how to actually be able to stay without stimulating yourself. So now even the means that are available in terms of the uh, short-term rehabilitation programs, they don't have. There are times when we go to the extent of giving you a drug. Let's say you are abusing alcohol. You, are, you, are, you have got dependency for alcohol. We can give you a patch. You put it on your body, and then it, it has what you call ant-abuse, sorry, some some treatment that is against drinking. So now the minute you start drinking, you start vomiting, and then it makes you to run away from drinking. All those are measures that we try. I've tried them because I've seen a lot of drug But most of the time, they, they they have very high level of relapses from patients who, are, who have been severely detained, So the means that we have at the moment currently are short-term. The long-term rehabilitation centers, you need to send your own family member or your child there for almost one year so that they can completely stop from taking the drug. So you see, even the treatment itself is very expensive because when you're there, it's not for free. It's not for free. You're going to be there and you have to pay every month like you pay an installment. So it's it's an expensive treatment. It's an expensive uh, uh, recovery because you have to be away for a long time. You need to include social workers. You need to include passports to assist you, to divert you. You need to introduce occupational therapy to give you something to do. You see how difficult this is.
1: Yes, it is very, very difficult. And uh, what if you don't have the will to be rehabilitated? Obviously, you can just grab somebody off the streets and send them to the rehabilitation centers, can we?
3: No. You know, most of the people with uh, a drug addiction, they, they will come to you and say, I want to change, especially after they've been arrested or they've been backed or they've done something terrible and their parents are crying. And then they will say, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. And then they, actually, I can stop. They will express to you that it's possible to stop. But the minute they go back into the street, the first person they meet is their friend with a drug. Two weeks down the line, the parent phones. He's drinking again. He's taking back again. He's not sleeping home. The police took him. It's It's a most helpless situation i wish government is listening so that we can really put more effort into drug a drug mm. in south africa drug addiction in south africa is is, is actually you know an epidemic and it's, it's i think a drug drug abuse and addiction is a, a pandemic we oh. must really really take it very serious yeah.
1: I agree with you, uh, doctor. That means more information needs to be uh, you know, sent and communicated to to people so that they can know that there are institutions such as yours that are always readily available to assist people, more especially not just the addicts themselves but their, their family members because I believe that they too uh, suffer the most uh, because of uh, the behavior of their their children and their you know, their family members who are addicted or who are abusing uh, substances. Yes,
3: I saw parents selling their own houses. You know, like just to take the child for rehabilitation. How, how, how much
1: is that? How expensive is that? I mean, if you are talking about people uh, selling houses, then I must be, I'm very much concerned about you know the. the... You know,
3: parents can do anything, anything, and remain with nothing, 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 because. If you, are, you see your own child in the grave, even with the child who was dead, because it's something that makes you hopeless and helpless. So now, if you go to a private institution, for example, for a day to be there in one day, uh, to get the nursing care, the services from there, you're going to have to pay let's say per night. Maybe you pay 1,500.
1: Yeah. That's too expensive.
3: Imagine if you are not on a medical aid.
1: And I don't think medical aid covers such.
3: No, medical aid does cover. Oh, okay. Medical aid gives you a short period, maybe 30 days or two, depending on the cover that you have. It can give you 30 days. It can be, give you two months. But uh, that is not enough to treat a uh, drug addiction. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's scary. That's very, very yeah. scary.
3: And so, first, so, I want us to in the next session, let us address this drug, drug problem uh, maybe for fewer sessions because it's vast.
1: Yeah. It's vast. But, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can't agree with you more on that one. I believe, again, that with this one, yeah, you'd understand. Uh, the importance of preventing or prevention, the thing of prevention better than cure, because once you're in it, it's going to be very difficult to completely to get out of it. So the best way is for those who are listening to stay away from trouble, stay away from people that might lure them into this uh, uh, you know, trap of hell because yeah, it's so scary. Just a thought of it's it. As after I've listened yeah. to, to your statement, that it's so scary, I'm telling you. But, Docs, thank you very much for your time. Unfortunately, because of time, we're going to have to leave it right here. But for more information on this issue and many other things that you deal with, how can people get hold of you? I think
3: the people can rather just phone our hotline. You know, uh, uh, if you phone our hotline, is o seven. 7 6 w 20803 or www.fishergroup.co.za, uh, and then they will be able to get help from there.
0: Doc, thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much. Godfrey.
0: It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is six five seven am.
2: It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Our I Am Youth Counselling team, Charles DeToy and Danny Van Bilye are ready to connect with you today. In
0: today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion.
1: Well, thank you very much for tuning in to AM657KHz. Let me remind you now that uh, if you need prayers, you can send your prayer requests. To this uh, email address is prayer at radiopulpit.co dot z. Prayer at radiopulpit.co.zre and uh, africans one is khabat at za, or alternatively visit our website which is www.radiopuppet.co.za www.radiopuppet.co.za whatsapp number is 067 429 7564 067 429 7564 we're not done yet we'll continue until uh, 12 midnight and of course I'll see you Right after 11 o'clock right here on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Here's a, some beautiful music for you.
3: If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on
2: www.radiopulpit.co.